0: Attention, all avid collectors and fan cave enthusiasts. We are excited to bring the latest updates on the highly anticipated fan cave auctions presented in partnership with JRS Auctions. If you're seeking that perfect addition to your fan cave or unique collectible, JRS Auctions is your ultimate destination. Led by Joel Robichaux and his dedicated team, they offer a vast array of treasures and memorabilia that will surely captivate your heart.
1: From classic cars and boats to trailers, RVs, and ATVs, they have it all. Additionally, their inventory features an eclectic mix of collectible signage, vintage gas pumps, figurines tools, and wall decorations spanning various periods of time. Brace yourselves as exploring their extensive selection may result in your wallet taking a hit. To participate in this week's auction, head over to JRSAuctions.com and register to place your bids. Don't miss out on the opportunity to acquire the ultimate addition to your Fan Cave collection. Happy bidding! friends to another episode of stickers and scuffs this episode is presented by our friends at jrs auctions be sure to check out fueled up february that's this sale uh going on right on from now until february 18th uh great and bun alongside cam k as always cam this one's been a long time coming but i feel like this is the right time for stickers and scuffs to go wilds uh let's <laughs> welcome in uh the driver of the number 14 wild printing Superstock, calling delaware speedway home cody wilds how you doing buddy
2: not too bad how are you guys
1: doing pretty good doing good yeah cool. see it's like uh things are busy around your place you got some uh partnership announcements coming out on the regular and uh see you're in the in the shop there right now how's things
2: well, uh, like you said, it's busy. A lot of working on the car, a lot of uh, talking to some partnerships, uh, seeing uh, a lot of actually talking to old partnerships. We haven't really looked at any new ones yet, but we're gonna start heading towards that way. Cool. Um, and thankfully, we're we're lucky enough to have have our uh, dedicated sponsors good um and yeah yeah i'm in the shop we got the race car behind me i don't yeah. know if you do that or not but yeah race car is behind me
1: nice perfect yeah.
0: backdrop how's the, uh, <laughs>
2: yeah?
0: how's everything feeling because i want people to, to talk about we want to talk about a little what happened last year because there might be people that don't know uh first off you're one tough son of a bitch uh we'll just say <laughs> that first because when, when your dad shared with me the list of injuries that you acquired and that you still got out of the car under your own power, I was floored. Um and <laughs> and he actually shared me your uh your in car video. Okay. So you raced the Delaware Speedway last year. It was your was that that was your rookie campaign in the superstocks. Yeah. Pretty routinely, what's your, your regular speed going around the superstocks at Delaware? Like how much are, uh, how are we talking? Lap times, even?
2: We're about we're about twenty second laps. I have no clue what that would be in speed. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna guess it's probably up there though.
0: Yeah. Um, so you yeah. had you had. So what happened was, it was a contact or something broke that led to contact.
2: So what happened was going into the corner. I um actually lost my brakes. So okay. I was kind of, as soon as I felt that I had no brakes, I was kind of sitting there going, oh, well, I guess we're just going to deal with what happens now. And uh, before I knew it, I was in the wall, and my legs were hurting a lot.
0: <laughs> so the, the extent was a break in both, right? right.
2: So they Broke. think that my right foot was fractured. And I had six bones in my left foot broken. Left foot and leg.
0: Jesus. Yeah. So all right. Why the hell are you getting back into a race car, Cody?
2: I don't know, man. I asked myself. (laughs) It's like a drug. I that's my favorite thing to say. It is a complete drug. Yeah. As soon as you get into it, it is just you're hooked.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no qualms about it the way. Didn't matter. I mean, we saw you at Delaware uh, for the Pinty's race last yep. year. A couple weeks after it happened, you were there and in, in walking boots, and didn't matter. You were going to be there, no, regardless, right? And, um, yep. So obviously, the Super Stock division, you, you and Brody were made contact in that in that hit. I think he was he was all right, but when yeah. you hit, did you know right away that you broke something, or did it take a while? Like, because I imagine your adrenaline is just
2: like firing. So, actually, um, when me and Brody made contact, nobody actually knew to the extent that we made contact. My tire marks were found inside of his car. So, he also had a terrifying hit that could have ended very badly. We are very thankful that nothing did happen. But as soon as I hit the wall, honestly, I was more worried about letting my dad know I was all right um something happened with the mic so they they weren't working dad had no feedback on so he saw the ambulance come out me come on to a stretcher and he was kind of going ballistic right um i've heard your dad
1: tell that story
2: (laughs) i've
0: actually i've actually heard it on the in car you can hear cody say all right it's fine it's (laughs) like you having to calm him down after you were in the wreck i love that (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) that's you know what uh dad's my dad's nerves are so high when he's watching me that's kind of been my instant thing throughout my entire racing career um is just get out and make sure my dad knows i'm all right so he can finally take his breaths you yeah. <laughs> know i huh. swear man the one time i got into a wreck i was sideways on the wall and dad dad was like on top of the fence hanging there and i came around i ran around into the because we were at grand bend so they have the gate opening yeah so i ran around to him and man i i could have sworn he just ran a marathon the panting he was doing trying to get his breath back
1: (laughs) oh man (laughs) one thing that we uh and lots of people that know you and and that we love about you man is that when you were sidelined from that wreck and you're casted up and but you still you had the the positive mindset You had the the thumbs up attitude and had a smile on your face all the time and you didn't shy away from coming back to the racetrack. You were always there still and letting people know that you were like still relevant part of it and wanting to be part of the action. How did and you were like you were really like forthright with everybody, too, when you were uh, like sharing uh, the videos with your injuries and stuff like that. Is that just your nature? Like you, you're you seem like a pretty happy-go-lucky, easy-going guy. Like for a guy that just got dealt a real awful hand, there, like you sure kept your your head held pretty high.
2: You know, honestly, in the backgrounds, I was a lot more hurt than what people saw. Yep. But after a bit you kind of just throw your hands in the air and say, what can you do about it now? You just got to move on, really, right?
1: Yeah, got to heal up.
2: Yeah, and my my main focus was next year, I got to go into the year with absolutely no fear for me to get into that car, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. after a hit like that, every driver's going to have that thought, oh, shit, am I going to be scared to get back into this car, this, that? And uh, almost immediately, I crossed that off. I was like, yeah. I could get back in the car tomorrow with the cast on and I'd be fine to drive right yeah I I was so uh I was so gung ho just to get back in the car mm-hmm. we got we got this new car and I, i'm not I'm not kidding you. I went up and down that lane with my cast on just to see if I could do the clutch with my cast so I could get yeah. out for practice <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> oh man just itching right
2: oh yeah. Well, in yeah.
0: and, and, and last year it was like it was a tough year at Delaware Speedway for for issues like you weren't the only one you Doug Stewart, Connor Van Steensel, uh, Steve McCall, like the amount of stuff that happened that was terrifying, really. Yeah. Um, w- did you guys ever find out why you lost breaks? Or was it a, a failure of sorts or like, I mean, I guess you could go back and you say you're never going to find out what happened, right?
2: Yeah, so my guess is, is I got, um, I, I made contact with someone a couple laps prior. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if when I made contact, it maybe pinched a line and it was slowly leaking out and that was maybe what caused the brake failure or the master gave out. That's a very, very, uh, possible, uh, option too. We don't, we really don't know, but that was just our guesses on what he mm-hmm. happened. Um, but yeah, still to this day, and I'm assuming for years on, we won't know.
0: Well, yeah. so where does, where does Cody wilds racing start? Cause you came up with a lot of big names in racing. Uh, I believe it was Graham bend that you, you started doing, uh, uh, was it, uh, um, Oh, I'm not going to remember the names of the junior sprint. Was it junior sprints?
2: Junior sprints. Yeah. Junior
0: sprints. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so how did, how did your, your whole racing career get started, Cody?
2: Well, actually, as you guys know, I, I'm pretty close with Kenny McNichol. Yeah. And, uh, before it was before I started, dad and Kenny just started talking over, they were doing some business together. Kenny said, uh, well, Dad had been gone uh, going to Delaware for some years, but Kenny mentioned to Dad that he races. Well, Dad's like, oh, well, we're, we're going to go watch Kenny. So we went out on a Friday night, watched Kenny. Uh, He, he actually ended up winning the race. Nice. That, that was a cool part of it. <laughs> um, We uh, came home. It was the next day. I was like, Dad, I, w- I want to get into racing. I liked that a lot. I want to get into it. He no, I'm, you're not getting into racing, blah, blah, blah. Oh, whatever. You know, go to school the next that day I come home and dad's uh, on the phone with someone. And he, I was like, well, who's that? And he goes, Oh, don't worry about it. It's just a customer. Uh, we got to go for a ride to, to Exeter. I was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. So I hop in the car and we go for a ride to Exeter and, uh, We go in and we were actually at my cousin's house and he had a sprint car in there. Mm. My dad told me hop in it. So I got in it. I was seeing, uh, just kind of, I, I kind of had an idea that it was going to come home with us, but I didn't at the same time. Right. So I just, I was in, I was just in so much joy. (laughs) 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 Dad goes, well, do you like it? And I was like, yeah i love it and he goes well the good thing is coming home with us then i was like what no way and so i uh decided or we decided we're gonna head home we uh i think they dropped the car off because we hadn't got a trailer yet Mm -hmm. and i think it was the next weekend dad brought me out to practice the car and after that it just kind of went from there you know i just turned into a a more of a regular thing. There was, there was a time that me and dad were at the track five days a week, like either racing or practicing. I had, I raced three or four different cars each week. Like, wow. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well,
0: and grand bend. It's funny because I feel like it doesn't get enough love from a lot of, a lot of racing fans. And from what Graden, I mean, we've how many drivers have we had on this that they started their career at Grand Bend? So how who was you? Who are you racing with at uh, Grand Bend? Who was
2: I racing with? So, um, when I first got into it, um, I was racing with uh, I think Matt Thompson. I was racing with um, Haley McNichol. And for some reason, every everybody's slipping my mind here. Oh, Kyle Stackley, I raced with Kyle Stackley. I think he started the same day as me. <laughs> uh, and then Chase Pinson. We got uh little Chase Cameron. We raced with. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he was he was a superstar at Grand Bend. Like that kid was he was fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I think he's gone real big with his baseball now, but, um, anyways, sorry. <laughs> and then through the year, after the years started coming, uh, you guys know McKenna Robson, mm-hmm. uh, raced with her, Austin Arnell, um, Haley again, Ethan Orr. We yeah. raced with Connor Ellis. Connor Ellis was all through, uh, my junior late models, my mini yeah. truck um then we went to like logan white was in the junior Eight models we had kyle steckley eventually came to the junior Eight models before he moved into the the superstar the mini stocks
1: yeah
2: i think the mini stocks yeah
1: um damn what a class yeah, <laughs> yeah. like talk about <laughs> a talent firm holy cow jesus
0: yeah and so what would you say what would you say um why okay Let's say somebody wants to get into racing. Why Why start at Grand Bend?
2: Grand Bend is uh, what I like. I like to say that if you can drive Grand Bend, you can drive any track. Mm-hmm. And personally, I got so many laps on that track. And I've done, I'd like to say I've done pretty good in my racing career. And after Grand Bend, like going to Sobble or Flamborough, Sunset, you know, that's all those tracks are so much easier for me because I already had all that experience at Grand Bend. That mm-hmm. dog's leg at Grand Bend, it teaches you a lot. Without you even knowing, it teaches you a lot. Um, Yeah, I'd say Grand Bend is the best track because it is so hard, but it's just such a friendly atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, You got several drivers that will come up to you throughout the night and point yeah point tips. out. i had um <clears throat> mckenzie hamilton it was one of my first times racing and uh she came up to my car and she was just small little things that you would never think of she was pointing out to me and those small little things can mean anything up to a tenth of a second right and everybody yeah. that races knows a tenth of a second doesn't seem like much, but it's a lot.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and, yeah, like, and I remember going out, I think, probably six to ten times a year, a brand-new driver would come to me, uh, their parents would come to me, and I'd go out, and I'd stand on the track, and I would show the drivers where the line is. You know, this is – this is the bottom of the track. This is where I'm gonna stand. You gotta get in between, mm-hmm. and that right, like. And I had Brad Clark do that for me. I had Chris Fiddler do that for, with me. Like I had Sean Thompson do that with me. I had so many people do that with me. And I, uh, I still, I'll go out to Grand Bend, and I still see people doing that, like going out and showing the dri- the new drivers how to, how their lines should yeah. be blah blah yeah. blah and that is exactly why i think grand bend is a great starting spot for racers
1: that's awesome good answer Ben. Yeah.
0: <laughs> i like that that was good and then you, you go from grand Bend, which is you know a quite slow track and now you're racing up at delaware which is fastest track yeah and, and in a division where you know i i would argue uh it probably well I don't think there is much argument here, actually, really. It probably is the most difficult super stock division in all of Ontario. I mean, I'm looking at just last year, you had to be up against Carson Nagy, Lane Zardo, Jay Dewar, Trevor Culver, David McCullough, Brody Rickwood, Nick Ramsey, Ryan Dyson, Ryan, Bright, Pete junior Lonnie Thompson, Sean Chenoweth, uh, Brad Collison. Uh, Connor Van Steensel, uh, Chase Pinsano, Hudson Nagy, Ryden Lapsovich, our good buddy Kevin Trevelin, Rick Verburn, and then your buddy Ethan Orr out there as well. Uh, Like,
1: yeah, man, you can't help but learn some stuff when you're around like that, right? (laughs) Whether you're driving, whether you're just absorbing
2: information, like, oh my god, I'd say probably. If not all, 95% of those drivers came up to me at some point throughout the year and just pointed some small out to me. Excellent. Go into your corners a little bit higher and get off the throttle earlier. I had a huge problem at the start of the year with holding it in really deep and I wasn't able to get off the corner, right? And it actually took Trevor Culver coming up to me and saying, hey, man, you're actually slowing yourself down by doing this so take it a couple notches back
1: back your corner up a bit and
2: yeah, yeah. and i gained i think like three tenths of a second off of that by itself it's um, so
1: crazy when someone like points something out to you and then like when you can like do it and then it's just like oh my god like you can feel it like the difference right
2: and I felt like I wasn't fighting my car so much, you know, like going through the corners, I didn't feel like I was going to slide right up, right? Yeah. It's just, it was insane. But at the same time, you run side by side with them, they got no problem moving you if they need to. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll,
2: they'll give you all the, the good treatment outside of the track that you need. But as soon as you get helmet helmets on and into the race cars, like...
1: All business. Some, yeah. Some
2: the drivers you'll ever race against like yeah i mean it is, it's a it different is,
1: kind of education at that point right <laughs> yo,
2: yo like i I'll, I'll be completely honest with you is i went into the super stocks or sorry no i went into the legends after my junior late models and the trucks and stuff and i was a pretty winning driver in those cars and i i thought i was going to go out there and kick ass as soon as i Soon as I stepped foot in that car, I thought I was going to kick ass. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was not the case at all.
1: You have to readjust <laughs> the goals a little bit, right? <laughs> you know,
2: and I was like, I, know, I was like, I I, just, I want a feature win this year, blah blah blah, and then I was like, I want a top five this year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think I think I think as a driver, you you'd probably agree that that actually is probably a good thing though right like it it, oh, yeah. it makes you realize real quick oh this this shit ain't gonna be as easy as I thought it would and now super stocks even more than than legends I would say is is doing so it, more like that and you had a, I mean a couple of of, of tough races to start in Superstocks. I believe that was one of the first weeks you were out there with I believe I, I'm not sure if it was the first or second week you and traveling and, and a couple other guys were all in like one big one and it's just like shit, this sucks, right? Like, this is not how I wanted to start everything going. And, I mean, we talk a lot about the mental health aspect here on the show because it's it's very important in in all walks of life. But when you're going, and this is, I think, what's really important is we see those names like Harrison Burton and Todd Gillen that come from, like, the the ARCA series, and they win all the time. Yeah. And they're up to the Cup Series, and they win never. Yeah. you got to wonder, like, how does your confidence feel after that and how do you give yourself enough like you're going to be getting a completely different level now you're coming in off of a a season that you you had to end early so how do you boost your confidence back up in time for race season
2: you know man my confidence has been hurting for quite a bit Mm -hmm. and uh it was actually all the people around me um i was i i said couple weeks ago i was like man if, if i have another year like last year like next year is like last year i'm i'm hanging up the gloves I i can't afford that i can't mm-hmm. me- you, uh, do that mm-hmm. and i uh, it was everybody around me that was like no you you got a lot more skill than you think you just had a bad year like you need to push through you know and uh yeah so the only reason my confidence is up for racing is because of the other people in racing um without them i probably my confidence would have been down to hell so yeah
1: yeah
0: we well, so we true know what that's and, like yeah <laughs> we know what we, that's like
1: <laughs> yeah it's so yeah. true and that's what we speak to so often and yeah. on the show with lots of guests saying that it's um it's kind of as important as having a fast race car is having, you can't put it all together if your head's not in it and having the people around you to, 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 be the cheerleader, to be the, the disciplinary, like to rein you in when you need it or whatever the case may be is super important. You got a new car sitting there behind you. Talk a little bit about uh, what your goals are for 2024 and a little bit about the car. Oh, he stole that question. Ah. <laughs>
0: So, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: I'm gonna go back to the. Uh, I'm ballsy.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I want a feature win this year. I, okay. I don't think I'm gonna leave the track without a feature win this year. Um, mm-hmm. I got my mindset to that. Yeah. So yeah, if I if I get a feature win, I'll be happy. Um, other than my other than that, my goal is just. Keep it clean, care. You know, Robin's racing—that's that's always going to happen. But just keep off the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's,
1: that's <really> <laughs> I'm sure that'll keep the old man a little happier and his heart rate in check too, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and let's—I'm yeah, let's, sure he'd be happy with that.
1: Yeah,
0: let's learn a little bit about the car too, because it is a new car to you. Obviously, the one that you had last year. Oh, you mean it went it's all or a something? Piece. What was, was that car going to be salvageable at any piece or was it, it was, it was done.
2: It maybe would have been salvageable if, uh, we, well, the middle of the frame was bent too. So I guess we couldn't even really have done that.
0: Oh, no. no. We,
2: had, we had the, the cockpit bars were broke from mm-hmm. that so. That car was, we got a handful of parts off the thing that wasn't broke. Uh, Like, we had our fuel tank and just stuff like that that wasn't messed up that we could take out. Yeah. And the entire car was scrap metal. Mm
0: -hmm. So, where is this car from?
2: This car is from uh, Colton Everingham. Um, So, we, uh, we went up to Peterborough, and me and dad were just kind of, Sitting on the back burner, we didn't know if we were gonna build a new car for this next race season. We didn't, we didn't really know what we were gonna do yet. We were talking about getting back into the legends for a bit, but we decided to stay in the super stocks. Super stocks are in a whole new animal. I, I find them a lot more fun than the legends, personally. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so we went up to Autumn Colors, mm-hmm. and I was. Just kind of, you know, limping around, doing my thing. Had the cast (laughs) off. also just kind of taking it easy. And next thing you know, dad came up and was like, well, I bought a car. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he goes, I don't know if I should tell your mom yet or not. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) I I was like, oh, probably not. No,
0: probably not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And we're sitting in the McNichol trailer, and he goes, "Well, you see the 48?" I was like, "Yeah, Colton's car." And he goes, "Well, yeah, I think that one's coming home with us this weekend." I was like, "No shit, eh?" (laughs) And I went immediately. I limped my way over there to to look at the car, and just I'm I'm telling you, man, you could have eaten off the motor at the track. Like it just clean me and dad me and dad went through the entire car and cleaned everything again but there really wasn't much for us to clean like <laughs> there was obviously your your dirt from being on the track he did right he did drive the car that weekend right so that's that's acceptable yeah um, but other than that there is really nothing that we needed like i'm <laughs> They didn't skip out with that car at all. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Colton and, does stuff right. That's for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, man, the seat, the seat was shiny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and way in the back of the car, too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember trying to drive that thing to the trailer. Yeah. And I was driving like
1: this
2: (laughs) and i was already leaned up on the damn near on the steering wheel so
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome
2: it was it was a struggle
1: (laughs) Um, you got her looking pretty good now and your dad's been playing with the uh was teasing a couple of the different design ideas. You settled on the yellow and black. It uh, looks awesome. Kind of matches uh, kind of the family colors there and everything too. Uh, yep. Give us uh, a rundown of your partner lineup so far, Cody.
2: So, so far um, we got Oneida 41. That's uh, going to be the big sponsor this year. Nice. Um, we got Andrika Elevating. We got uh, Les McDonald. We got Hanson's. I... Uh, you- We got uh, McNichol Welding. We have Ashwood Concepts. Um, so I don't want to miss anybody here. We got eight trolls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up and take a look at the. So you
1: got the (laughs) ultimate cheat sheet right there.
2: (laughs) Uh, We got Crosslink Laminates. We got Englewood Mechanical, and we have Eminem Painting. That is our. That is our this year's lineup. Soulfire. Um we have word that there's going to be some more people joining us but uh that's not for sure yet so um yeah we're yeah but so far I'm going to say that we got a we got a good lineup going like I'm I'm extremely happy um everybody every single one of them I went to talk with and they're just awesome people Um, I try to keep regularly going and talking to them. I I want more of a friendship with them than a a, can I have your money and leave kind of thing, right? So, man, I'm thinking next week I'm going to one of my sponsors to go and play dinky cars with his kid because he he says his kid's just sitting there playing dinky cars on his floor saying they're Cody Wilds and all that. So, I think I'm going to surprise the little guy by going and playing dinky cars with him. so
1: <laughs> that's
0: awesome yeah that's
2: just...
0: fantastic to hear actually i i love hearing that that's i mean that's that's how i started loving racing was playing with thank cars on the on your on the floor and on the kitchen table right so
1: yep. that could make that's, a lifelong fan out of that kid but it really
0: is yeah it really is that type of stuff and and uh we're excited to announce obviously that cody is part of the sns racing family in 2024 um yeah, yeah, how
2: could I forget you guys? Well,
0: uh we got- I'm never going got- to never going to forgive Mo you.
2: <laughs> yeah, not you, want we, to forget them.
0: He was going to be part of the 2024 race family.
2: What is that now? It's gone.
0: <laughs> uh Cody though, we absolutely love your personality. We love what you bring to racing, man. It's it's important yeah. because you know, uh, one of the things that we want to try and get away from is, is racers not being approachable, racers not being, um, you know, on social media. It's a very important thing to try and get partners into the series and and, and get more and more um, interest in racing. And the more we get to show the personalities and that, that's what we're really glad that you were on this episode. And, and thanks to our friends at JRS, Joel Robichaux and team. Um, you know, if, if you want to go and pick up your own. Super stock of sorts to drive on the uh, on the road. You can get yourself a nice, beautiful classic car at JRS Auctions. uh, uh Segway Genius right here! Boom, boom. Uh, wild man, how can they follow you on social media?
2: So we got our uh, our website is uh, CodyWilds14.com. Mm-hmm. We got my uh, racing Facebook account is uh, Cody Wilds.
1: Wildman um, Cody Wild, Wild Man
2: Cody Wilds Racing. Yeah, sorry. Gotcha. Brand- gotcha covered, <laughs> bud. <laughs> um, and then uh I think oh our TikTok is is the same as our Facebook, Wildman Cody Wilds Racing. Cool,
0: and that's yeah. the that's the one cool. that you guys definitely should check out is the TikTok. Great content on there. Um and that's type of stuff that us racing fans go crazy for more and more yeah. content make sure you go out there support Wilds Printing, support cody wilds uh cody man thank you so much for coming on the show we look uh, forward to you seeing uh seeing you on the racetrack this year and in tip top shape uh going out competing for wins and kicking the pants off some of the the other uh, sns racing family members out delaware speedway uh, i know ryan dyson's going to be a uh, somebody you're going to have to compete for for wins with i know he's he had, didn't have a good season last year so he he'll be a testy uh brand for sure car. and a brand new car out there too so i uh, will definitely look forward to it but uh, this is cody wilds here on the stickers and scuffs podcast we'll catch you all next week